The Wrestling Mayhem Show. Since 2006, the pioneer in pro wrestling podcasting. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Wrestling Mayhem Show 882, where we talk about professionalized wrestling and make mouth sounds. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter and other social medias and Sorgatron Media <laughs> Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we have a hell of an unplanned show, overrunny show. Uh, oh, my God, we're like a half hour late. Uh, but we are here all over the place, all over the streams, wherever you want to be. And I need to get the, uh, the, 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 the feed up here so I can see what you guys are doing in the chatty chat room. Hello on Facebook. Hello, Tina in Seattle. Hello, Dave Potter and everybody else hopping in there. We have first from... Uh, oh, man, it just broke me. Uh, station, something station. Hopewell Station, New York. He is the only Mayhemmer with a future endeavor letter from the WWE. He is oh. Mad Mike. So what? Close. Sorg. What? We're a, jun- we're a junction. Junction? Station, <laughs> junction? Damn it. All I know is Hopewell, when I... Took- Hopewell Junction, what's your function? All I know is every time I say it, I think about like a train station. And when I cut to you, I'm really hoping you have a conductor's hat. Oh, one of these days. One of these days. Um. Uh, no, but if you need me, I will be doing the choo-choo. Yes. Because as we discussed, that's good for a podcast. Um. Yeah, we are here to give you great oral. That is A-U-R-A-L. That is also not my joke. That is a Kevin Smith joke. I have to Google your joke. Oh, relating to the ear and sense of hearing. Oh, good. Like a podcast. Exactly. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Wow, the mayhem buy in is incredible. Again, it's not my joke. It's the Kevin Smith joke. (laughs) I hope everybody's enjoyed the buy in the mayhem show. We we should do a mayhem bio where it's hosted by. We'll get Eamon and Merlin here to to stand in front of the studio and talk about the things that are going to happen on the podcast. And then, and then we'll have, and just like a random guy in the street will probably flip them off anyways, just like Eddie Kingston. So, you know, it's pretty much on brand. Also on brand, we have back with us, Emily Fear of the Grit and Glitter podcast, joining him once again, and big Enjoy Wrestling fan. And, mm-hmm. and you're going to tell me about the show that I really wish I didn't miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. It was, it, was a, it was a really good one. It sounded like a really good, looked like it was going to be a really good one. They I saw some pictures. So. I mean, we'll, t- we'll talk about it, but like, they don't really have bad shows, but mm-hmm. this wasn't a, a, a particularly, like, tightly paced show, yeah, I, I have yeah. to say. So, yeah, we'll talk about that one. Well, it, hey, you know, it's nice when you only, when you can plan a show every three months you got a lot of time to find too so i appreciate that uh i uh have to be in cleveland uh doing things we'll talk about later in the show something about territories and pumpkins uh so uh we'll get into that but in the meantime uh, tonight was the two <clears throat> my you know actually mike you need to do this because what was tonight um, what was tonight uh tonight um hold on uh, everyone prepare your eardrums because tonight I'm on the fans. Yet another installment of. Oh, wow. Zoom killed that. Zoom killed that. The Tuesday night. I'll do do it quietly. I'll do it quietly. The main. Wait. 
Well, I still cut it out. Oh, no. The Midweek wow, really? War returns. Wow. Right, fine, fine. we got to put you on natural war. audio. What's that? Oh, actually, hold on, hold on. I got one, one more try. Okay. It's the Midweek War, baby, if you will. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. There we go. If you there will. If you will. Uh, it was the, it was a, a a Tuesday night war. It was uh, it was Tony Khan's birthday. He got bumped up to his birthday. Thank you TNT, and I'm sure an NBA game tomorrow night or something, right? Um, and then hockey probably. Uh, hockey? hockey? Are you sure on the TNT? Hockey or TBS? Yeah. What is TBS? It's probably hockey. What's Not baseball. The, I'm checking. Because um, oh, it might be baseball too. It's baseball. I know hockey started tonight. Like the Pens are currently playing. Yeah, now. I don't think he'd be bumped for that type of that. This season of like this early in the season, though, I think it's a baseball game. season opener. Yeah, no, because they they do hockey on Wednesday nights. I know no, that. All I see on the on the schedule is Young Sheldon MLB. So MLB mid okay. oh postseason postseason. They uh, TBS okay. has postseason MLB baseball. See, I know sports. <laughs> Good job. Good job. <laughs> I'm a real sports know in person. Good, 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 good. Sports so ball. either way, yeah. it led to Title Tuesday. It led to a, a, a rocking show that included a buy-in on uh, YouTube, which included Minoru Suzuki against Eddie Kingston for the New Japan Open uh, Strong Openweight Championship and the Ring of Honor World Championship. It was worth it. I'm glad they added it. <laughs> You're shaking your head. I mean, I'm not, I'm not shaking it like <laughs> wrong. I'm just shaking of like, okay, so like we're getting two shows two like you know big shows on one night at the same time and yes. then AEW is like hey what if we also made you tune in a half an hour early to watch something that you don't want to miss mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on a different and, medium and, entirely and he it, what's that and he announced that at the same time as calling triple h and Shawn michaels dickheads essentially wait, wait when, when did he do that <laughs> Wait, did you not see how unhinged Tony Khan was this morning? No, like yeah. on t- was it on Twitter? He, yeah, it was on Twitter. He called them bald assholes. Like, oh no, he was somebody, he was unhinged. Somebody, like, I saw somebody, dude, all this time, and you still can't book a second women's match. So there was, there was. I'm sorry, Emily. Go, go ahead. I mean, just based on his uh, his tweeting today, his his responses today. Uh, Someone gave him a little extra, like powder on his cornflakes. Just, mm, mm-hmm. just, just saying. I, you know what? I'm watching, <laughs> you know what? That gives new meaning to me because I'm watching. He the hasn't. First... He hasn't slept since NXT announced it was going commercial free for the first half hour. Listen, listen. I'm literally in the middle of watching the first season of Succession right now, and there's a lot of cocaine in the part I'm at right now. So this really kind of jives with me today. Well, uh, <laughs> and I just watched Cocaine Bear yesterday for the first time. Ah, yes. And you're like, is this a Tony um, Khan documentary? Which is a movie <laughs> that will make you simultaneously be afraid of and want to do cocaine a lot. Right? Did I see anything involving cocaine? Or did you just do something? I cocaine? watched an episode of Archer. Ooh, that has a, lot of has, a, has a lot of cocaine. Average yeah. episode of yeah. Archer has at least two instances of cocaine use. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially those early seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you all. Much. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking right now. Um, so... <laughs> Where's the unhinged part? Wrestling tomorrow. Uh, he, you know what? I, I don't know. Do people? Do you think people write he the tweets? He just posted a screenshot that said, uh, bald asshole. When some, some oh website. Oh my God, he did. Out. Yeah, he did. What the hell? I'm like, all right, right. dude. Oh, and it's a response Whatever. to. to and then someone... it's, it's, it's a response to Nick Houseman of all people. Triple H and Shawn Michaels look to send Tony Khan a message. 
I um, have a message yeah, for them. Again, what oh, asshole? What is happening? Listen, listen. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Roll back. Roll back. We are all, I think everybody here, we all come from watching an era where Eric Bischoff rolled out on a motorcycle and challenged Vince McMahon to a fight. Correct? Mm-hmm. We all we yeah. all witnessed this, right? Yep. Absolutely. I don't hate this. I really don't hate I, this at all. <laughs> I'm really glad social media didn't exist during the fifth. <laughs> yeah, sure about I, that. I'm I'm really, really happy. Also, this was a great week for Twitter to roll out. We're gonna eliminate headlines from everything. Because huh. I literally saw this tweet and didn't know it was a fucking article. Triple H and Shawn Michaels looked at Santoni Con a message, just a picture of them <laughs> crossing their arms for some reason. You know, you don't want to click on it. It's like, oh, great. It's going to be an image. And it's actually like a fucking article. So, like, what the fuck, guys? Um, so, uh, see, see our uh, awesome cast group for uh, some shares about why this is a very wrong, bad thing. Um, so, uh, but anyways, basically... Here's the fun part, wrestling fans. You can take any article and it has the embedded image and write whatever you want at the top of it. Happy misinformation day. Enjoy. Uh, so. I, I just I, it's it's so appalling from an information professional standpoint. Yes, <laughs> this is your your livelihood here. It, it is it is like there's no reason to it. There's no there there's. There's absolutely no use to it. It makes it less accessible. It makes it less decipherable. It is. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's a. It's a magnet for misinformation and misdirection. Or I don't click on the article. Or I don't click on the article because yes. I have no idea that I'm looking at an article because it's just an image. You yes. don't entirely know if it's going to be leading you to anything or not. Welcome it, to Accidental Awesome Cast. Uh, well, <laughs> at, at least, at least the writer strike is back, so I can get my news from. Uh, John Oliver and Seth Meyers. Yeah, and that started, and I immediately got sad. Um, anyways, uh, so, um, but, 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 okay, so so otherwise, Tony just kind of being an unhinged, uh, 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 unhinged. Uh, listen, it's his Mike. Can't you give him a break? It's his birthday. Yeah, this it's is also Ilya Dragunov's birthday, and he didn't go out like a fucking maniac. Well, I mean, he's, I mean, he, well, he no, no, did wait. when Dom slapped him in the face. I was going to say it's kind yeah, of his job. That wasn't go, good. It kind of is his job to go off like a maniac. He, he I mean, that's kind of work, his brand. Yeah, he gets to work it out in yes. like a physical form. What can Tony Khan do? Tony fist Khan, like, pump real hard. Yes, Tony. Tony just like it hurts. It hurts <laughs> um, I have a gif of Tony Khan when he had to do the Shazam promo that I just use on occasion because it's just like when he had to say Shazam like seven times in a, in a, in a set, like a promotional segment. And I feel like that's the only way that Tony Khan could like do any, can channel any catharsis that is not uh, blowing off steam on the internet. And I love it. So you should just say like one of my favorite, one of my favorite things is one of my buddies. Every time Tony Khan has a promo, he watches the promo back and times how long the promo is. And then counts how many times Tony blinks. Kind of the blink the pro- blink the minute ratio going on there. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I get it. I in get the it. Shazam it's, it's promotional, it's lower me- than you. It's the, lower than you think. In the Shazam promotional message, uh, he does not blink. Yes. Well, didn't they do a match like sponsored by Shazam? That was like some yes. big deal. And so the promotional uh, message was like the lead into it, and he doesn't blink. He maybe blinks once at the very beginning, and that's it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that movie didn't do too well, so it didn't really work, did it? Uh, so sorry, Tony. He put his all into it. He did put his all, all into it, and into it. and I just think, man, I don't think the rest of Warner Brothers did. All into it. All in. Yeah. yeah. By the way. By, Bye. Oh, by the way, big fan oh. of Shazam to watch it. There's this unicorn thing. That's Wait, really Shazam two? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, that was the movie. second Shazam. Yuri of the Gods. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. It's great. It has Helen Mirren as a as a mm-hmm. as a villain. Wait, have you seen the first Shazam? How are you with superhero movies? I saw a Black Panther once. How are you with Zachary Levy? Other than personal commentary. I was going to say, isn't it? <laughs> I, I realized that was a loaded question. Sorry about that one. Um, <laughs> so, kind of I mean, I was a Chuck fan, so I mean, you know, that, that led into Who that. wasn't? I mean, yeah, come on. Come, come on, on, Chuck and the, that, that guy and the, the thing. What? <laughs> I don't remember anything about Chuck or that he was like a spy, but not a spy. Cake was the intro. Uh, <laughs> Yvonne, what's her face, was the, was the girl in it. And oh, who else Perfect. showed up in it? What's that? Yeah, she's thrown up in a couple. Of what things. was the show about the guy who owned a bowling alley? So it wasn't Chuck; it was Ed. Sorry, I'm trying to remember. I was getting them confused. They both started kind of innocuous white guys. I don't know that one. Ed. Ed. Yeah, he owned a bowling alley. I, I haven't heard of that. What is this? What is this? Oh my God! Lost NBC Classic. What? He owned a bowling alley to woo a woman. I I forget. This is a series. This was a series. I think it ran for at least three seasons. Literally, the show's called Ed. Mm-hmm. Determined to win yep. her heart, Ed decides to stay, buying a rundown bowling alley and setting up a new law firm in the process. What? That's right, he was the a bowling alley oh, lawyer? Had, what is had this? Three episodes. It had three Tom episodes. Kavanaugh. It had more than three episodes. Eight, no, it had 83 episodes. 83 episodes. 83 weeks! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom Kavanaugh. Why have I never heard of this? That's right. Well, because... And Justin Long's in it. What yes. The fuck? What a, is a young this? Justin Long. Ed. Like and John. Wait, John Slattery, Leah Thompson. What? Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, Ever heard of this show once? Two thousand to two thousand four. I think the woman he's trying to win over is now is the woman who's on Modern Family now. Uh, I can't remember her name. But yeah. I think Modern Family is over too. So is Modern Family after twenty seasons or so? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no. It just seems like they're still going because they're still advertised on oh, some channel. I know why I didn't watch this. It was on during Simpsons time. Ah, there you go. Oh, it's That's on why Sunday. I didn't watch it. Ooh, the pilots Sunday on Sunday night at eight. Oh, the pilots on YouTube. All right. I'm gonna. All right, we're gonna drop this into the chat room for everybody on Facebook. Haven't enjoyed. Welcome with to that. our live watch along of yeah. the series right. Ed. All right, Edcast. Welcome to. Welcome to Edcast. I'm the what only the... one who remembers this show, apparently. Yeah, this is like this is like I felt like I was the only one that remembered the um, the uh, tag team pilot with uh, Roddy Piper and <laughs> Jesse Ventura. Like I'm like randomly I watched that, so I was like, oh hey, I know what Roddy Piper is. Um, Didn't let's they mock go. that in Major League Two? I think what did they? <laughs> did they? Yeah, there was there was a fake TV show with Willie Mays Hayes and Jesse Ventura. Oh my god, you're totally right, Mike. Yeah. Oh wow. It was called like double player. No, no, no. It was something even lamer than that. No, it was something lamer than that. Yeah. Oh right, man. I actually up now. I have seen Major League Two way more than I've seen the original Major League because Major League Two was the one that they played on HBO a lot at a certain era. And so I watched it several times. It was called Black Hammer and White Lightning. Black Lady. Hammer and White Lightning. 
That's even better. What is perfect. happening right now? All right. Anyway, don't plan your show. Rolling back. I mean, you know, the... it's not like there was any wrestling to talk about. No, 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 no. No wrestling no. to talk about there, at all. There were no major figures well, of wrestling. Well, you know what? Let's give this another. We'll give this another go. In the meantime, guys, if you want to have any com- conversations, any thoughts about uh, what happened on the Tuesday Night War, uh, you can. What was your back. favorite forgotten NBC sitcom? Yeah, was go. it News Radio? We'll never know no. unless you tell us. That's not forgotten, right? Yeah, sometimes some people forget. Oh wait, some people have bad memories. Um, but it needs resurrected, like everything else. Um, and uh, no, but you can let us know about your your favorite dead sitcom at that email address. Good times. Good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. And you can also uh, uh, hit us up on all the social medias, Wrestling Mayhem Show or at Mayhem Show on all those places. Uh, we do have a great Facebook group for a lot of uh, people sharing throughout the week. And we uh, do have a Patreon as well. Thank you, everybody. That's uh, Oh, and we're live here every Tuesday-ish. Uh, <laughs> let's say no. We're live every Tuesday 10-ish, depending on whatever the hell is happening with wrestling that night. Sometimes we'll run a little bit later uh so uh don't blame us blame rest that's right that's right uh they're encroaching on our territory um and anyways uh, thank you to our patron supporters at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show our friends at the fantasy show level Bo diggity Woo. i don't know why we slow boated today ed berg team hamifist and bobby fj town who got a name drop on awesome cast today by the way and uh, Poppy Club level, our friends uh, Dave Profmont Potter, spouse of Bruce Drillier Affair at BruceDrillierAffair.com, and Rats in a Trench Coat Tony Kincaid at the Pete's Club level, Doc Remedy and The Riz and Lance Fisher, and at the manager level, Bradley. You guys can support the show at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. I think I'm going to talk with Mike about what I've watched so far of Succession and, um, and the first episode of Loki. And pilot oh, of Ed. I've seen one of those. And we'll watch Ed. <laughs> <laughs> we will watch Ed. Apparently. <laughs> uh, card subject to change for Patreon. Uh, anyways. So let's go back to it. You watched NXT. You checked in on AEW. Emily watched the last bit of, uh, uh, of both shows with me. Uh, what did you say? I love on your Twitter is like a lot of asking, and why is he here? Yeah. <laughs> well, because Sorg was nice nice to put it as I was helping to sort things out, but my way of sorting things out is, so what? What? what's he doing here? What? <laughs> what's... What's the point of this? What I don't is, know what the ex- what is his mission here. I don't know the explanation of why the Undertaker really came out, um, how that was instigated or anything like that. I, I missed that part. Well, you see, Braun called himself a badass. Oh, oh yeah. Like a sword. We we had Russell Quest on last week. That's like a summoning. Thing. That is that is like a summoning. <laughs> if you call yourself a badass, the actual badass is gonna show up. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. this work? That's for just anyone? how that works. Does this work for like everybody, like non wrestlers too? Can we just uh, I, think you ha- I think you have to have a wrestling themed microphone. You have to be in a wrestling ring. In a wrestling ring. That too. And and the sound guy is ready to go. He doesn't <laughs> play the wrong music for Sami Zayn. Um kind of again, once again, glad to know those things happen at that level as well. So um you guys didn't miss what was it? Sam Sami Zayn's heel music played when they came out for the promo yesterday. It was a combo theme with him and Owen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a combination of their two themes. Yeah, until they both were like, what the hell? <laughs> so, yeah. 
um they were visibly like like confused by the situation so um but anyways what was i getting at uh so i i thought yeah go ahead yeah well we'll get to that too um i i I thought this show was interesting here's my general view on it well first of all i had a very interesting experience because i went to pull both of them up and i went to pull up the tbs channel on the cable app that i use um and uh it told me i was not allowed to stream on this device so uh i found other means to and by the way legitimate means i paid for it um to uh watch aew tonight and uh, I will tell you, I'm going to put this aside. I, I think I put this in the Discord. Um, I So if you have the opportunity to watch um, an international feed through completely legal me- means of uh, tunneling yourself, uh, swimming across the, uh, the, 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 the ocean to watch it in England, etc., um, I recommend it. One, you don't get ads repeatedly for Big Bang Theater that drive me fucking insane, and then uh, or or telling me how my libido's down. Uh, thanks all those commercials. Um, and uh, and and when you go to picture in picture, it doesn't go away. In fact, when Don Callis and Takesha are doing the Sammy Guevara uh, card thing, you have a running commentary by Excalibur and Taz, which ends in Taz asking, "Why didn't they just say all this stuff?" And Scalper saying, because in America, this is in a picture in picture during a commercial Taz. So if you, if you, it sounds like the old dark Taz in Excalibur is alive and well, <laughs> you know, during the picture in pictures. So, too, although it was happening during the, uh, uh, Kingston and, uh, the Kingston and, uh, and, and Suzuki match, uh, on YouTube as well. But uh, it was pretty fantastic. So it really can't. It, it has to be said that the biggest, the biggest thing that we miss now from no longer having dark mm-hmm. is having that like wild, mm-hmm. unchecked Excalibur Taz energy. I do appreciate Ian and uh, Caprice though on yeah. a bigger stage and more cohesive and more and not on on basic over the air stuff that Mike can't get in his region. Um, so, anyways. So I, my general, like, it was a good NXT show, uh, sprinkled in, of course, with the stars. And then it's also, but it also illustrates the WWE problem where I felt like I could put it on the side and listen to WWE like a podcast because there was a lot of talking while I watched the action on AEW. So that was kind of nice to split that. I don't want to do this every week. This is exhausting to try to pay attention to two shows and try to put a podcast up at the same time. Um, so I would split a few ways. Um both shows were a lot of fun. I still feel like the NXT show was like, and here's a lot of stars for reasons that we don't know real reason that we're going to tell you about. So, um, Wait, I, I disagree with that. Well, what was the reasoning for everybody coming on the show this week? Okay, well, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes was on to announce that the tournament named after his father is coming back. Okay. Okay. That, and became that's reason enough for, the for me. And, and became commissioner for the night. Okay. Yeah, that's reason enough for me. Why was John Cena there? Because Carmelo Hayes called him last week and asked him for advice. They're both Boston boys. They both have a similar background. And Cena said he'd be in his corner. I do appreciate Mike tying this together for me for things that I might have missed. I asked why, and I'm getting reasons. I mean, it is like seven hours of television every week. It's hard to get all the details. So uh, I'm glad Mike is a very detail-oriented watcher of the wwe product uh so he can pull, pull this together like i should get paid for it or 
So yeah, almost like you should watch wrestling like it's your job. Almost like. Almost like. Yeah. Um, almost like. Okay. Okay. So thank you. So there were like reasons. So, so do you have any other? We explained that the Undertaker summoning. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Which uh, which he's the Undertaker. It makes sense. And we have Plus, kind it's of spooky season. You're gonna summon a demon at some. Well, we didn't summon the spooky well, yeah, one. I was gonna say we summoned like lame. Whoa! 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 I'm sorry, but he's just not. I'm sorry, he's not as cool. He's just not. I'm sorry, he's not as cool in that. In that. In that. We can't. We can't ask him. No, no, that's it. That's it. That's the line. Come on. Okay. All right. Maybe no, when I'm he was younger, I'm but kidding, like I'm now, kidding. now, like full I, Undertaker I'm, mode. He's so much well, cooler. Now, I say now. He just reminds me of my dad biking. So, well, which right. is not terrible. Fair. I mean, my, my dad was fucking cool. Okay. The bike doesn't have as much gravitas inside an auto. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll bet, give you that. I bet that sucked for the audience. I hate it. When I'll it, give you that. I hate it when it rubs uh, two doors. I mean, I can't. Well, it's a Harley, so I kind of love it. But like, like it's it's a big thing when it's like two doors down in my neighborhood, right? You imagine being in that echo chamber of the performance center with like a hundred fans or whatever that they fit in there. You know, like that's got to be terrible. There's a reason we do this I, I outside. Say though, for the amount of people they had in there, it sounded like ten thousand. It was that crowd was. I don't know. I think there's a little bit. I think an NXT has a practice of sweetening the crowd a little bit. So, you know, because I I can't imagine it's that. They needed it tonight. Maybe, maybe. I don't think they needed it tonight. You heard those holy shit chants, or well, you heard the first half of them. Yeah, we heard some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, WWE's like dedication to the mute button is. Uh... That's not WWE. That's the networks. Well, yeah, they're okay. It's the networks, and and it's and it's it's weird because it's a USA network. Um, thing. Are you sure it's the networks? Absolutely you, positive. Okay, okay, you can confirm that. Okay, um, uh, it's it's them and Fox. Is that well? Fox I understand Fox doing it. I understand Fox doing because they're network. They have FCC to worry about. They have to do it. They can't let that shit out there. You right? you can't say shit on USA. I it, it, that's USA's choice at that point because these chants yeah. used to happen before, and they would go yeah, which it. is weird because then they'll show Chucky and Chucky says fucking everything. Yeah, yeah. Right. But but I think it's just Yeah. Somebody okay. made a choice at some point. Somebody somebody somewhere had a meeting. Okay. They were like, We don't need that word shit on our uh, no. on our popular show burn notice. Well, any- <laughs> we don't need it on the popular- If we don't let Bruce Campbell say it, you ain't saying it, John Cena. We don't let uh our our former princess Meghan Markle say it on our popular television show Suits. <laughs> So, you know, we're not going to let you, Mr. Wrestling Men, say mm-hmm. it either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got good enough for burn notice? Not good <laughs> What is on USA these days? I don't even know, like, what people watch on there that's not, like, ever since Suits and Bird Notice went away, I literally don't know. Uh, oh, what was the one about the guy who, li- like, lied his way? He was- oh, Psych. He's not, that's not on there anymore. They no, have, that's not. They had the movies on, on, on Peacock. Uh, <laughs> I'm all out of ideas here. Yeah, yeah a lot of ideas. My, my USA knowledge know. is like is like 90s, like silk stockings. I, and, I don't. Uh, 
and uh, the, I don't the know Mike's if they one. have any original programming. I mean, they got Chucky, they have, but that that they have Chucky, they have Armageddon, like, Big D. They got a Brave lot of reality Alaska shows or some shit. Yeah, they got a lot. Of, they went reality shows. They have a lot much. of SVU. Yes, they run a lot. There's some straight up uh, Steve Austin, Ms. and Mrs. are listed on here. They have uh, Chicago PD, Chicago Med, Chicago Comptroller. That's all the huge Comptroller. That's all re, uh, uh, reruns, though, aren't they? That's all syndicated, <laughs> yes, right? They're all so, re- Chicago it, Sewage and Plumbing. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> they have a smattering of Law and Orders, some NCISs, and then uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's confusing because you go to USA Network and you get stuff for every other station, including Peacock on here. So there is that. Like they're really kind of breaking down these uh, station identities, I guess. Uh, anyways, what Peacock preview? That sounds dirty. Uh, let's move on from that. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so um, I mean, so how do you feel? Like, did it, did it, I mean, I, I I think without question, this is a we are fighting. You know, we are fighting against a you know opposition on another channel thing. I mean, I I, I there isn't there's no like it, it reeks of that the entire night, of course. Um, but did 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 they did they Mike, did they deliver on some good moments, good WWE-sized moments for you tonight? Fuck yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I got to hear Cody Rhodes say gabagool to Tony D. That alone is, is a win It's a little me. bit of nice that, crossover for you, right? How did he do saying yeah. it? Can he say it? Can he can he say it? Hey, he he drops he drops some California love lyrics. I think he would have been good with the gabagool, right? Like he mm-hmm. like Cody Rhodes is a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> Multicultural phenomenon. First he's <laughs> saying he now he's saying Gabagool. He's ta- he transcends. He talks to every culture, apparently. He's a That's, man of many, many people. Turns out, remember one, one might say he's an American nightmare. Yeah, hey, remember that promo a couple years ago that was really awkward where he said they pretty much ended racism? Turns out yeah. he was right. I, I mean, yeah. he's proving it and I mean, he's showing us. Racism has decreased a lot since uh-huh. Cody Rhodes has been around. <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. I'd love to see the graph on that, but I sure. The, I want to see the stats on this. <laughs> I want to see the stats on that. Anecdotally. All right, uh, I, I want to preface. This is Tina saying this. Okay, okay. Tina saying this. Tina says he's called Cody Luther King for a reason. <laughs> this is this is Tina saying this. As Tina's Tina's words. As Tina's joke. That is not oh. my joke. That is Tina's joke. Oh my gosh! Speaking yeah. of other royal families, uh, Pillman changed his name tonight. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I like the explanation. Okay. Yeah, I like the explanation. I thought that, I thought I because I, at first I had heard about the name through like various dirt sheets and whatnot. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh God, why are they doing this? But at least it makes sense. It's better than change. It's better than McGillicuddy, right? Oh yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, so Brian Brian basically cuts his promo. He's watching his dad's stuff and says, "I'm not my dad. I'm my own person, and I don't even know him." And he changed his name to the the guy who raised him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so now he's Brian King. Okay. No, he's Lexus. He's Lexus King. Lexus King. He, he, Lexus, King. Lexus King. He didn't announce his first name, but that's that's the uh, that that should be the name. So so well, he at least revealed the King part sure. of his name. Yeah, because uh, Lexus is named after his um, sister or stepsister, Alexis. Okay. Okay. So he's a little bit Alexis. Okay. That's a, that's mm, a that's interesting. Okay. I feel like I just need to like flip my hair a whole bunch, Mike. 
Yeah. Tina says just hop on Black Wrestling Twitter for a few. Uh, <laughs> just don't put us there. Uh, so, um, <laughs> I'm going to do way, a supercut. Whenever there's a pause, I'm just going to insert Yeats. I'm going to do a supercut of Yeats and just release it as a TikTok and see what happens, Mike. Sure. <laughs> Make sure you're tagged in that one. Um, Absolutely. Oh, God. Well, we just made Yeet a whole thing to a whole bunch of people that haven't been saying it, that probably shouldn't have been saying it this whole time. But now we are. Triple H said Yeet. What's that? Triple H said Yeet at the press conference. Triple H did that say was... Yeet. I thought Yeet was over, and so that makes sense why sure. it's coming up in wrestling. Yes. Time. Yes. I forget who Yeeted me mm-hmm. before. I mean, that was one of the one of the wrestle kids was doing that. Anyways, was that bro? I think it was bro Hemoth. Anyways, done with that. Um, bro Yedith? What's that? Bro Yedith? Bro Yedith. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I hope he watches this and I see him Thursday. That was really fine work, Mike. Mm-hmm. Tear to my eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, oh, man. Oh, I also really liked um, the backstage skit with Hermelo Trick and Okay. I because I, we're slowly turning Carmelo, mm-hmm. and Trick is getting much more popular. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think I Carmelo like works how... better as a heel, though. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. But I think I think Trick. I think they're not not surprised, but I think they're surprised with how big trick is getting as a face mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the whoop that trick mm-hmm. that's that's a catchy chant mm-hmm. yeah and mellow didn't really have a catchy chant no no but he would but he was he got the reactions and he got people responding. well yeah he got the I reaction mean, but like i mean when dom was... comes out and everyone goes whoop that trick yes I'm i like, mean okay i mean carmelo is really big on the tina scale uh that i could tell every week so um yeah that's my scale so, um, so uh, yeah, no. So, do you think we're gonna have a breakup and a uh, feud between them eventually? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, yeah, because they had a little bit of like, because between him winning and then the other guy losing the belt, and there was a little bit like I think Carmelo had had something like, you know, because uh, somebody somebody was taken on had beat Trick, and he's like he's like you're not gonna beat me like you did this guy, you know, and it it really kind of like threw him under the bus. That was Ilya. Yeah, it was Ilya, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, there was there. They, so, yeah, there have been seeds for the last few weeks. So that's been that's been kind of nice. So we'll we'll see what yeah, probably, and, by the time we get to uh, did deadline deadline. Thank you. So, oh, big announcement: Shotzi coming back for Halloween Havoc host mm-hmm. with Scarlet. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a good idea! Yes. Mm-hmm. Those Shotzi have, hosted have Halloween you guys shows seen... were so good. What's that, Mike? You guys seen their um, ghost adventures? No, no. We, you told me about <laughs> this, and, but I, I remember the music video they did with somebody, uh, uh, like last with, or um, Halloween or so. Uh, what's your name from AEW? She's in AEW now. She was flirting with Anthony Bowens, oh. Harley Cameron. What? Harley Cameron. Really? Mm. I yes. did not realize. Which, and she wasn't like assigned person at that point she was just an artist or no something, she right? was not she was i think she's just friends with shotzi and scarlet but um i'm going to put in the chat room um the first of a series 
of Shotzi and Scarlett hosting, bringing WWE superstars to mm-hmm. haunted places. Something, and weird. the first thing they do is they bring Dom and Rhea to a haunted prison. Nice, nice. Something is weird and with Shotzi like... cannot stop asking Dom if this was like the prison he was in. <laughs> it's the funniest. Thing. I love it. Love it. Something's weird with my YouTube. It's doing this like speed up thing right now. Uh, I hope it's just my computer or something. You have it on. You have it on two times speed. I yeah, I checked it. It said normal speed, so I don't know. But it, oh. maybe I just need to restart. I'm gonna go ahead and restart this thing. Um, uh, any anything else for tonight? I know. So AEW, Mikey. I know you said you checked in on AEW. Uh, on your check-ins, I don't believe you probably caught the entire Tony Storm angle throughout the night. I I missed that it. it was a silent movie. Okay. Okay. I missed there was a silent because I I clicked back and I saw them cut to Tony doing a thing in picture in picture. And I'm like, that's just fucking. Oh, those are all. And then after I, those are all in picture in picture. Oh, yeah. I was so not funny. aware of that because I was like, why are they not even playing audio right now, right? <laughs> yeah, but no, it makes more sense that it's a silent movie. That's okay. so funny, especially wow. if it's being in picture picture. Oh my god, oh, that's amazing. I I don't think I like <laughs> it in picture in picture though because. You could, like, it was harder. It was to probably tell was more like, awkward the way I watched it, actually. But I'm just like, wow, what? No, is- no, I guarantee it's way more awkward watching that while hearing commercials for, um, like, detergent leave-ins. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I guarantee this. that's more awkward. I got. I got, I'm gonna pull up the recording. I guarantee that's more awkward. Like, I get you don't want to have thirty seconds of silence on your tv program to to plug your silent film uh well, what a smart place to put that you know i mean it, it keeps your attention sure right um you're like what the hell are they doing with her okay i mean i would prefer to full screen was it completely I, sure. silent sorg with no music there was thing? some music in a couple of spots i imagine wherever they came back yeah so um but for the international feed it was definitely um it was definitely like but the thing mostly is silent. You don't get the gimmick if it's in picture in picture. You sure? About because that? you're hearing you're hearing sound. You're hearing other sounds, yeah. Oh, so so you, yeah, well, you don't, don't get the gimmick. That know, that's the I, whole point. I, I, don't, I don't know I, if, it's, if I would say you don't get it, but like you don't you don't get the achieved effect because there is sound. <laughs> yeah, there's other sound distracting there you. There is other yeah, sound but, distracting. But I mean, I, I mean like I, when I, NXT did the vaude villain stuff, mm-hmm. that was silent. Sure, but they had music playing. Like 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 the you know, old old silent film, so if okay, you did a full screen, but... and also the stuff she was doing was very long tail. I'm just like, they're dedicating a lot of time to this. They're dedicating every like, week like, now. Like it's it they're I, giving sizable amount of time to these these segments. But I can't remember yeah. the last time AEW, and I thought it would be so that Tony could dethrone Soraya, but I guess not. I guess I think not. they're going to have a side feud. I think I think there's going to be a side feud happening there, and maybe. <gasps> second match at a pay-per-view who knows what two know. matches or what at you? least a buy-in God, zero hour so feminist <laughs> why do we buy into an <laughs> aew dynamite when most of us already have it you know what i mean like you're not selling a, it was weird i don't know because they 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 did the casino gimmick for one show and they can't let it they can't nope nope really dedicated to casinos i i think uh, we, i think we're not gambling on I think you're just. I think you're bought in. 
It was really weird. Oh, well, no, what, well, hold on. I'll talk, I'll talk about gambling at, at, a, at a wrestling show later then. When do we get like the post pay-per-view like free show that's like AEW hot slots? <laughs> he is quietly laughing or he's know. laughing so think, hard that think... Zoom is not picking it up. I don't think you want a, sh- a two-hour show relying on Taz to say hot slots correctly for all two hours. Yes, you, I do! You, you are wrong, Mike. Nope. I no, absolutely okay. do. Okay, let me, let me phrase it differently. I don't know if TBS or TNT <laughs> wants a two-hour show. <laughs> it's okay, it's on, it's on relies YouTube. It's on, on the pay-per-view. It's on YouTube. We can do whatever slots. we want. It's the free post-show hot slots. That's, yes, and that's where we let Moxley on commentary yep, again. That's right. There's Moxley, <laughs> there's Taz, we let Jericho on there. <laughs> oh my Tony gosh. Khan has to say hot slots for five minutes just, straight without blinking. Just don't put JR on. No, 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 no. Oh, oh hey, was, hey, welcome back to AEW Hot Slots. There was a JR dig, I think, during the buy-in, by the way. There there was, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. Some, like, quote about, like, is JR on mic? Yeah, yeah, because there was something. I think, I think like, Taz was overanalyzing, like, one of the moves, or, like, old schooly or I don't know why he doesn't do this kind of thing, or go for the pin. Oh, he was talking about how Suzuki didn't go for the pin after, like, knocking out Eddie with uh, was with chops at the beginning of the match. Okay. And then, like, Excalibur's like, is JR on the mic? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay, I may have to listen to that. <laughs> I was sure going to watch that match anyway, but now I, now I have incentive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, dude, it's a come on. It's Suzuki. First time ever. Yeah, it's Suzuki, Suzuki and Eddie, and Eddie Kingston. Kingston. Watch. And stick around until Eddie completely leaves. Is all I can say. No, I, he, I, I heard. He accosts heard. Like everybody yeah. that was out there. <laughs> I, I heard. Um, I love. I, how I do have to say. So one, one segment I did watch fully on AEW. Uh, the MJF and Bullet Club Gold stuff. Sure. MJF. Fantastic promo. Jay White. Very fine promo. Could have done without the Juice Robinson stuff. I don't even know what he said. I don't even know what happened. What did he get into? Could have done without it. Okay. He pulled out the roll of quarters that he usually uses Mm -hmm. and says that was for Max, and he wrote Max's name on it. Mm -hmm. During this week, probably not the best thing to do. With everything going on. Oh, but it is a re- but it is a reference to a story Max was told. I, I, no, no, I'm aware. I'm yes. aware of what's referencing. Yes, I know it's. I know it's within story. I know it's within gimmick. I don't fucking care. Yeah, that's. I don't care. Like. Yeah, that was a bad. That was real bad timing on that one. That that's that's Undertaker Muhammad Hassan level. Yeah. Tomfoolery. That's what that is. I. I mean, I don't know how much any of this gets pre-approved, but you would have thought someone would have been, if, if anyone knew this was going to happen, someone would have been like, hey, maybe not this week. Maybe, maybe they, this is... They, they, don't, they don't vet. Mm-hmm. They don't vet stuff. And, and, and honestly, like, um, some people don't watch the news. They'll be very, like, and if it's, this isn't um, vetted... What's that? You, you, need to, you need to watch the news. Yeah, by the way, I literally did not know until today what was happening in the Middle East. Like I kept hearing something about it, but I never like figured out what it was until today. That and I'm in a hole, right? Uh, so like so, 
unless it is a like there is no way they approve every little detail of something like this in, in these in, in the way they you know this is not a fully scripted thing no but when you, when you write out Friedman on a roll of quarters that's not something that's impossible okay that's, sure but it's no, not like he he might you know um. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's a bad look all the way. Around. No, absolutely, absolutely. It's a bad look all the way around, unless like like and Max had uh, Max said he was going to do this, and he was just like, mm-hmm. which again, that's not something you want to be putting the characters of your television show in that position. You don't want. There, there are other ways to get you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, I didn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have liked it if it wasn't for all that's happening right now. Yeah. Just in general, it's not a good fucking thing. Okay. So I, I, I gotta be, and I gotta be honest. I did not know. I'm actually reading now. I did not know how connected this was. Uh, yep. So I apologize for that. So I am educating myself right now about it. So no, I'm with you on that yeah. one. Like, like when MJF talks about his own personal journey, that's different. Yeah. Because that's something that he's personally dealt with, and that's something that he currently deals with a lot. And there was an, and especially, I just remembered this, at Grand Slam, there were two assholes. Oh, my God. Neo-Nazi <laughs> people who had, like, a, a, like, I got a few quarters for you, MJF, signed, yeah. sitting hard camera. Yeah, front and center, hard, hard, camera. Uh, hard camera, front row. And that is a matter of the like, people watching that, vetting that, knowing what the reference is too. Like, but yeah, no, but I would hope they have somebody there that would catch something like that. So, um, look, if you're in the audience of AEW and you see shit like that, and you are next to those people and you don't rip those signs out of their hands and rip them to shreds, you are not doing this. Or at least, at least tell security, or, or at least, at least tell security. That like that makes security. you can at least tell security that makes me feel uncomfortable because that is this you yeah. know in case like they're looking at it and they literally don't know because you know not, yeah. you, you can't get like they're not you know they're not like hate speech experts or anything like that right so but so how many of the wrestlers in AEW like come through the crowd or like get like really in the crowd's faces when they make their entrances mm-hmm. just work it into your entrance grab that guy's sign rip it up his shreds it's part of the show ah, ha, yeah, ha. Yeah, yeah yeah i've had a sign ripped up in my face and thrown in my face before at a wrestling show and it wasn't a sign that was racist it was just a sign that said no <laughs> <laughs> well jokes was on him because we had another one <laughs> I remember when Jimmy, when 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 John McChesney uh, destroyed somebody's uh, whiteboard every show, every show they would bring a whiteboard, every show it gets snapped in half. So that guy hit a Dollar General every show <laughs> and oh, just yeah. invested in oh, the yeah. idea. We had several poster boards that said no. So after he ripped up the one, we just brought it right up to the second <laughs> one. Uh, 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 speaking of signs, I I did not catch what the sign said. But uh, Soraya ripped up a sign, and 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 Excalibur was like that poor guy. He spent all that time on that sign. All he wanted was uh, such and such game to come come back from the Sega Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's gonna make Botchamania. Uh, so so that was fun. Um, yeah, no, that that's uh, that that's terrible. So why is this on? Well, <laughs> well, the the thing that's talking about is on awfulannouncing.com. So thank you for that. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, anyways, 
So there's that. Um, anything else from the uh, Thursday Night War uh, that <laughs> we need to touch on, guys? Anything else that stuck out? New champions all around on AEW, of course. Oh, who who all? What all changed hands? We know yeah. that Sheeta's oh. now. So, uh, yeah, Sheeta is the three-time women's wrestling champion. Uh, it, it, that makes sense because I know Soraya was having some health issues. I think that's why she wasn't around for the last, like she wasn't around a lot before Grand Slam, or I'm sorry, All In London, and then she hasn't been around a lot since. So I bet it was it was connected to that. Um, but but see. Uh, hmm. If that's the case, why not give it to Tony Storm? The character because it's that not... you're currently pushing and has Because you got another idea for that. Because <laughs> you don't know what the other idea for that is. Slapping There's a cha- no a cha- idea for Sheeta. Slapping a championship on her? You think that's what needs to happen with what's happening here? Honestly, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of relieved that they didn't do that, Mike. Because yeah. what they're doing with Tony right now is so brilliant and works so well. Doesn't need and- a belt. I don't really want a belt story in there yet. I mm. like that it doesn't have a direct belt story. Instead, we're just getting this like kind of deranged side story with her mm-hmm. that is like every bit but the I character want her to we treat the belt like an Oscar. Oh, I and well, we'll I get, do too. We'll get there, but she needs to have her like her build up like campaign to get it. Yes, and that's I don't be... trust. I don't trust them enough. To... I know. Oh, well, I don't trust them enough to do it either, Mike. And I'm really sorry, but like I want it. I, I want. I want. I, I want no, it. trust me. I would love a six-month storyline where Tony Storm goes completely insane and eventually wins the belt and says, "You like me? Really like right. me?" But I don't have trust in them at all. Like I just want her to like awesome. to evolve into like Joan Crawford-esque like levels oh, of yeah. hysteria. And in and campaigning to get the, the campaigning to get the belt essentially, like, and I, I want them I want them to essentially do whatever happened to Baby Corona. That's what mm-hmm. I want. That's what I need to have. It's so good. This is just like the final. I want RJ City as her official manager. Uh, well, RJ City, like, there's no we were Sorg and I were talking about this before the show, but like, there's no doubt that RJ City is the one who is like writing these gimmicks is writing this gimmick right like mm-hmm. he's, like there's absolutely. no doubt he's behind this is his brainchild completely absolutely it has his like sense of humor and reference points all over especially it. since he was in the interview segments leading into this exactly. like it's just like oh this is a collaboration and this has his fingerprints all over and he's like not her manager he's yeah. like her publicist yeah or like her personal journalist, essentially, like personal interviewer, like stars had back in the day. Like mm-hmm. they were publicists. They were like Hollywood stars in like the the Hollywood system years. They had like personal journalists who like followed them around and like interviewed them. What did you just throw behind yourself? <laughs> I just saw I just saw something go over your shoulder. I was like, is that like throwing salt on your shoulder? Are you trying to like ward off evil spirits? I always keep a hair elastic <laughs> around my it got wild. He doesn't want to accidentally summon the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to add it accidentally. I don't know what that summons, but I don't think we have the insurance for it. I don't know what what famous wrestler is famous for like tying up their hair. Actually, a lot of them. Lou Albano. A lot of them actually. (laughs) I'd say Sonya Deville. Oh, I'll summon (laughs) them. Put your hair up and square up. All right, I'll do that. I'll summon them. I'll summon Sonya Deville. (laughs) Hey, I found it. Hey, mm-hmm. she summoned her hair tie back. Well, you guys can. Sonny Deville, thank you. You can see who gets summoned over on IndieWrestling.network, IndieWrestling.us. It's a big stream week here, um, and 
We realize I didn't book anybody on any of these shows. Uh, <laughs> we, of course, we got Thursday Night Fights free across all the streaming platforms, IndieWrestling.us, as well as we have uh, exclusive to IndieWrestling.network and ringside members on the IndieWrestling.us YouTube uh, channel. Uh, we will have this weekend RWA's Bloody Harvest, as well as VCW's Go Big or Go Home. Uh, the VCW show uh, is, is featuring Ricardo Rodriguez against Facade, and actually, Facade will be joining us tomorrow on Extra Life uh, streaming on everywhere we stream from Sorgatron Media. Uh, Brother Sorg is uh, is doing a charity live stream, and we're inviting uh, Facade over to play at 5 p.m. And Julian J is going to begin about 11 o'clock on the schedule. Riz and Dutters is going to, are going to be in tomorrow evening as well. That has nothing to do with IndieWrestling.us, but I just realized I need to get that in there. Um, but, of course, a lot of great stuff going on there. John McChesney and J-Rock going at it. The Rev Ron Hunt is going to defend his championship. Uh, there's a crazy five-way with a lot of friends of the show um, as well. And, uh, and of course, uh, I, I believe uh, Super Oprah is booked for against Danny Moe for uh, Sunday's VCW show. So if you're part of the network, get your free trial on IndieWrestling.network or go ahead and sign up on the YouTube page as well. Uh, and uh, you can catch both of those shows live this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, I think we kick off at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we kick off Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, so uh, go tune into those. It's going to be a lot of fun. Of course, Thursday Night Fight's always a blast. You never know what's going to happen there or who's going to show up. So big wrestling weekend. Also, I will give a shout-out to our friends. This is more local. I don't know if they put it anywhere um, podcasty wise but our friends at yajagoff.com. Uh, they've been uh, they've been a podcast. They've been a blog. Uh, they're friends of the shows, friends of the network, and they are. Uh, I think they are moving. If I'm if I'm understanding this right, I'll find out Friday. They are moving their. Uh, they they went from the podcast to they were on the radio doing segments uh, five days a week. Now they're going to move to a once one day a week late night uh, late night radio show, apparently, and they're having the launch of it this Friday. So want to give a shout out to them. Looking forward to check that out. So if you're in the Pittsburgh area or uh, you can get whatever channel they're on on an app or something like that, <laughs> you can go check. I think it's like Star 93 or something like that. But uh, So give a shout out to them. Details are going to be over at yetjagoff.com. All right, back to the Rassles. Um, do we want to talk about Fastlane? Sure. Or what does... A New Japan style tag team centric show look like when a WWE does it. I'll take a nap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not interested. No, not no. You're out. You're out, Mike. What are your thoughts on Fastlane? I no. mean, we have new tag team champions. She looks so comfortable over there. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> we do have new tag team champions, Cody and uh, Cody and Mr. And, Yeet and Mr. Yeet himself. <laughs> They're having so much fun over there, aren't they? So oh, much fun they, over there. They were having a lot of libations on the bus. Oh my gosh! After, after that win, I, that was I, it, it, these clips. I have to say, if you haven't seen the post-show press conference with Cody and Jay, uh, WWE separated out that part of the. Program. Oh, fantastic! It's about clip. sixteen minutes, isn't it? It's about sixteen minutes. You have to watch it. I watched it's, a lot of the clips and the super cuts and, and imagine, everything. Imagine how awkward everyone felt with the CM Punk um, <laughs> mods, but everyone was also having the opposite of the amount of fun mm -hmm. that that produced. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and you 
all the only thing it needed was Cody, like within that sixteen minutes, just housing an entire Pizza Hut pizza. That's the only <laughs> thing that going to town on some dry carbs. Yes. <laughs> oh jeez. God, it was Oh man, I'm glad they're creating moments with these. Um, they're unhinged in their own way, and and that, and I appreciate that. No, absolutely. And then Triple H said, "Yes." <laughs> I love it when a Triple H like I, I appreciate when Triple H appreciates appreciates something, and this is something where like, you know, you know, I'm reading reports today about how like yeah, Triple H is probably like completely in charge of creative and stuff like that, and I feel like we can tell. Oh, you can tell because all of the way was on Raw. <laughs> You can tell. Indy, Candice, Gargano, and Ciampa were all on Raw. Oh! Oh! And there was a glorious bomb this week. Did you see this? Yes, I did. There was, it, the glorious bomb is back! Bobby Roode, baby! I don't know if he's like in Bobby creative Roode. now or whatever, but I'm just so happy that all of them have transcended and are together, and everything is right in the world at this point, right? <laughs> I'm just thinking in my head. And also, we're getting a we're getting a lot of Tegan Knox, and I'm really on board. Mm. Well, because Triple H is like he's having a a great time just uh, bringing back his hits, right? Yeah, he's he's like, mm-hmm. you know what? It worked a couple years ago. I'm gonna bring it back, and, well, and, and everyone's gonna like it. And, and everything he's he, not wrong. Everything he built with these people in NXT was with the mission to get it to the main roster, right? This is what I want to see on the main roster. This is what I think the main roster will benefit from. And and, and And theoretically, that was what NXT always was for. But you would get up and you would have everybody look at this person that gets called up, you know, because they liked them, got enough, you know, somebody saw the match and brought it up. Mm -hmm. And then, like, they'll look them up and down, not look at anything they did. And create something brand new for them, carrying cross. You know, I and 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 just just like I don't know why they're here. You know, it's like I'm sorry, they're selling out NXT in Brooklyn for three there, years straight. There's no, I mean, there's so much evidence of this. There's so. Oh many yeah, you, you, but the the one that always sticks out of my mind, the one that I'm like, how do you not make money off of this man when you already had him on a proven on a on a proven on another one of your shows was Keith Lee. Like, oh my god, boggling of yep. Keith Lee yep. from NXT god. to main roster. Like, how it was a gift, it was a gift wrapped for I, you. I, 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 yeah. I hope Keith Lee's contract with AW expires soon because you think, uh, like, just be like, Give uh, me uh, I'll room. be honest, I kind of, I kind of yeah. want to, I, I feel like that is a guy that will flourish on WWE with the right rocket strap, you know, given the chance and not because being given. honestly, he's. He's languishing in AEW. They're not doing anything with no, him right now, no. and they they did, they did, but but also they kind of stuck him in like a tag situation for a mm-hmm. long time. And, it, yep. and but now there are, I, I am appreciating that they are bringing back around the the issue with him and Shane Taylor from ROH. So that is interesting to me. Sure, absolutely. Um, and they're giving that some space. So. I, I loved that bizarro uh, intergender uh, <laughs> tag match for the beginning of Wrestle. No, I I. I was so psyched because I was like, 
this is weird and it's intergender and it's perfect and what do we have these yeah. people in this match for and this is great a five on five didn't get a chance to watch that did, did they actually was it actually like intergender no, it, was mi- it was mixed tag it was mixed, although it was mixed okay. tag rules but they did the thing where it was like it didn't stay mixed well, tag. it was fun it was fun because they, there was also a five on five i think it's a setup for the uh call your shot tournament for bound for glory and it was like it was intergender but there was like Jordan Grace was on one side and there was like um god two other girls on the other side. So like it was like an uneven intergender and of course they don't do mixed they don't do the the mixed tag rules well, around there. They just yeah, in yeah. impact they It's just, just straight Jordan Grace's oh, body. Oh, impact sl- impact they, there's no there's no Jordan Grace is yeah. just body slamming uh Brian Myers, you know, just straight up, you know. There it is. There impact. that's why there you go. The impact. Wrestle Dream That's why they've lasted a thousand episodes maybe. That's right. That's right. The Wrestle Dream mixed tag uh Reminded me a lot of the mixed tags in the um, New Japan Stardom crossover show Mm. in that, like, they had mixed tag rules that people pretty quickly, like, ignored. Gave up on. (laughs) Ignored. Like, not, not, maybe not with the, the speediness of the, of the end of the New Japan Stardom show, because that was just laughable. Uh They Uh didn't, none none of the wrestlers cared about those rules at all. (laughs) Um, But they still, yeah, though they, there was contact. I can't remember exact moments, but there was contact. Mm -hmm. Not, not as much as I would have preferred but definitely also, like athena's a badass you tell uh, mercedes uh, you tell mercedes martinez yeah, that mercedes, she can't wrestle a man mercedes is a badass diamante's a badass like i would see them all slapping the taste out of anybody's I mouth mean, billy starks was in that match and billy starks was only wrestling males for the for the vast majority of, well, i mean like right, a lot of female wrestlers right. training but like in gcw she was wrestling a ton of guys like she's wrestling ton of guys all the time. Like none of these re- female wrestlers are not are not known okay, okay. for their intergender. This this match. Oh no, I'm gonna try to see if I can pull up the graphic for this match. Uh, it, it, it is like Eric Young, Jordan Grace, uh, 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 Desi Hit Squad, uh, uh, Bravo, Jake something. Oh, I'm sorry, Dango. Dango's in this. I think I, I, I messed that up. Uh, on the other side is Shira, Kylan King, um, Jody Thread, Bully Ray, and Brian Myers. <laughs> Like it's so like it's so off the wall, like this mix of people. I watch I'm like, this is fantastic. Let's go. And I think there's something about the that winner. It sounds like mad lips almost. I think the yeah. winners to end up in a five way something next week and, and like it's like a it's like a lethal lottery kind of thing, I guess. Um so anyways. <laughs> Somebody did an Ahsoka nineteen eighty six TV intro. I have not watched Ahsoka, but I'll send this to you, Mike, okay? Uh mm-hmm. sorry, I'm on YouTube, so I'm getting recommendations and they're pretty good uh anyways um so uh, uh back to fast lane uh great last man standing match i'm loving e- evil nakamura that is like the evil and they reference nakamura is the guy that he was in japan that got him here it was said on commentary during mm-hmm. the match and my god he is right i the really conniving. wish won. i oh of course but man i wish he won i, I wish to but I, I think there's room for a comeback on that, maybe down the road. Um, uh, so well also, Sorg, did you see what Nakamura used on Raw to Ricochet? What did he use? He hit Ricochet with his BDPF. I noticed that. I noticed that. And, uh, <laughs> and you know what that means, you guys? Guess who's coming to Chicago? Kenta. Kenta. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but not before you fulfill. And uh, I hear he's a big fan of muffins. 
There you go. There you go. Wouldn't that be great if they just started booking Kenta in all the spots Kent, they were going to book? Kenta retweeted that and said, I'll see you I'll see you at Survivor Series. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Kenta's, Kenta's great. Kenta's yes! great. I saw that. I'm like, Kenta doesn't perfect. give any, any fucks. No, no, Kenta, no. Like, on so many levels. No. So he, many levels. See, Kenta, Kenta's what happens when you have like CM Punk like level like unchecked, like I'm, I'm going to do what I want. But you don't have the like, I'm going to ruin all of my also, chances that I get. But also Kenta is a guy that went to WWE and hit a career low. Mm-hmm. Right. Like had had by all reports lost his damn confidence. Right. Was was asking you know was asking the the jobber uh, you know uh, uh, for the week if 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 it was okay if he hit the GTS you know like stuff like that which is so sad because again like 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 what did they do to him you know yeah. and I think that's the thing you know I, you know it, it, it's you know I always say anybody that can't make it in any federation it's not a matter of their talent it's a matter of like you know whatever in, I, uh, mental incompatibility attitude in- incompatibility whatever that is for better. Or, for 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 better or worse, you know. So like, I think that's that that definitely happened to it. But uh, but also like, I think when you get in a certain environment, like you gotta think about. It. You come from Japan. That's a that is a a social that is a <laughs> environmental culture shock on top of a business culture shock, like hitting you. Now he's out of that. He don't give a fuck, give and it it's back. fantastic. And he doesn't seem to like he does, he's not worried oh. about proving anything anymore. He's no. just having the matches he wants to have and the career that he wants to be to be actually within. Mm-hmm. And he had to go through that like that that traumatizing professional experience in order to get there. You don't get to the heights until you hit rock bottom. I think every damn uh, 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 biography that I've listened to, I've read, I've watched is like I I remember Eric Bischoff. I couldn't pay the gas bill, you know, and then he became an executive for WCW, right? Like, it's like, that's what makes them good at the top mm-hmm. and appreciative at the top, right? And it's the people that get it early that turn into, like, wrecks, you know, like, friend of the show, Zach Gowan, right? Got it early, fell off the cliff, now he's living a good life, you know? So, anyways. All right, on that note, hey, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to talk about some indie wrestling. Uh, Emily had some experiences. I had some production experiences uh, that we can talk about here, when, uh, including a little bit of news around some of that. So we will be right back after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. Positions! <laughs> Time to start the show. I'm uh, no, I'm not Mad Mike. What? I'm Sorgatron. Still here, bro. Sorgatron Media watch Studios. Watch out for the shoe. Mad Mike, watch out for the shoe. Watch out for the, the hair shoe. tie. Emily Fear is here of the Grit and Glitter podcast. That's for me. There you go. I'm what do you? <laughs> what did She's you trying say? Trying to summon Sonya Deville again. <laughs> what was it? You didn't take any pictures at the show this weekend because you were having so much fun. Yeah, I I've, mean, I've I, had those a couple times. I, mean, yeah. I take pictures even when I am having a good time. But like, yeah, for whatever reason, on Saturday I enjoy. I just didn't. I didn't reach for my camera because I was just, just absorbed. Like, yeah, and also I figured uh, I was standing around a friend who like is always taking pictures in video, like like has a function <laughs> where they can take pictures while they're making video on their phone. So like, I figure I'll just get pictures from Jay Z. It's no big deal. I had a weird. We went when we went to Hershey Park. I remember like I just was not interested in taking any pictures, and Katie was, and I'm just like, ah, well, it's one of us is, you know. I was like, I'm good. I'm just gonna enjoy being here, you know. I don't know. I just just had a phase, you know. 
a no picture phase. Like yeah. this doesn't need to be on Instagram, I guess. Yeah, I just, I mean, I just didn't want to pull out my phone, really. Yeah, yeah. That was more. It's less about wanting to take a picture and more about like, I don't know. I'm in this moment. I don't want to have my phone because once I take a picture, maybe I'm looking at my message. Maybe I'm like on, like I'm yeah. checking Twitter. Like I just, yeah. I, I'm trying to more and more not be on my phone when I don't have to be. And, uh, yeah, so that was kind of part of it. It's just like, I'm enjoying this. I don't want to be, like, distracted Absolutely. at all. So, no, no, no spoilers. Of course, Enjoy Wrestling is going to be out here in, a, 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 I think, probably usually a month is the lead month, time. Yeah. Uh, it'll be on uh, Remix uh, with the W, uh, com. I think it's .com. I'm going to double check that now. I think they put it in their YouTube. I don't know what the current plan is right now. but uh, yeah, I think it's supposed uh, to be still on both. I think it's still on both. I think they have like a oh, remix.tv. That's where, of course, you can see our, our friends at Defy Wrestling and everything else over there, too. So um, <laughs> they have the media scrum on Remix from AEW, actually. I'm kind of curious about this oh now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, really? Like, is it their side or did they pull the YouTube? Is it it's somebody with a camera there, right? Yeah, it's it's, it's whoever was there. Wow, this kind of looks better than their version. Uh, so, um, so, so shout outs to our friends over there, Scotty and the crew. I know we have some friends that were uh, working on the show. Uh, so you can catch up with uh, what's going on there. Actually, I should probably watch the last show because I think I missed that one too uh, due to work. But um, I, I was hoping to get back from Warrior Wrestling in South Bend, uh, but I had another gig that I'll talk about in a moment. So uh, uh, the biggest thing was what Killer Kelly against uh, uh, Edith Surreal for the for the Enjoy Championship. That was our main event for the night, and it was a it, it, it was a great match. Um, Killer Kelly is a really nice fit for Enjoy. I mean, uh, fits into that. I, I like any when we have visiting talent to enjoy because they, they bring in a couple like kind of more known names to like augment their, like their roster who like honestly can really stand on their own because the crowd who comes to enjoy shows have just come to like really be rabid for them. But, uh, killer Kelly was a nice fit for that. A nice, uh, a nice change of pace for Edith. Um, this was for enjoy wrestling for, for enjoy wrestling shows. This was the second title defense. Um, I believe Edith has defended the title at a couple other shows, but like, as far yeah. as enjoy shows go, this was the second time. I she think Taco it. Mania was one of them. Maybe, maybe. I can't remember if Edith was at the uh, sure. Bottle and Rocket show. No, she. So. I don't. I don't know if she was, but there was not a title defense there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, that that main event was great. However, uh, maybe slightly overshadowed by the by the MV Young Jacob Fatu match. Oh my god! I don't <laughs> like. I don't want to. I'm not. I mean, no spoilers on anything. But like. Just, I mean, just what, wait till this match like, comes out. What you think is going to happen with this is probably going to happen, right? Yeah. If you yeah. think that these guys are going to go all out for this, they are. They're going to go completely um, all out for. They're going to. They're going to hit every so, aspect of the venue while they're fighting. I believe I had the opportunity to see uh, Jacob Fatu filming ringside. Jacob Fatu against Damo. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I said this on Twitter, but I took a friend to enjoy this time around who's never been to any kind of wrestling and has like like almost no like wrestling knowledge, and they they could they they couldn't say enough good things about that match about MV Young and Jacob Fatu because like honestly you can have really strong characters you can have really strong gimmicks and there was a lot that they enjoyed about the other matches but um, when it comes down to it like wrestling is at its essence so much of wrestling is about like big dudes pummeling big dudes and like that match gives you everything it's the big meaty man and slap and meat and and i really appreciate that my friend like got into it because it's like that is right that's like a that's a cornerstone of wrestling right there that is if you can get into that you can get into almost any other wrestling because that right there is the heart of wrestling and so that match delivered that like 
delivered a textbook example of of the uh, like a fine fine like a plus example of that type of match i really can't say good enough good enough things about it the only thing i would say about the show was that it kind of messed up the momentum going into edith and killer kelly mm-hmm. because that match was so good wore, wore you out a little bit right well yeah it's like compared to what mv and jacob fatu were doing in the ring what we're watching with edith and killer kelly is a much more like cerebral experience so like it has a different flavor a good one but it it isn't gonna have that kind of impact that it does that that two meaty men slapping meat is gonna have like mm-hmm. that's just a really big high note so i would have recommended i i mean in my my booking brain my <laughs> my amateur my armchair couch sitting like booking brain would have put envy and jacob at the end of the first mm-hmm. before intermission but can't really say anything bad about an enjoy show, honestly, because it's six matches and they're all they're all really fun. Mm-hmm. The like bounty match with with Grimm ended up being like bizarre and wonderful. And I saw. Did I see? Oh, I guess I shouldn't spoil that, but I saw one picture that I thought was. I'm really glad to see a friend of the show was involved. There was. There's. Yeah. There. 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 I don't really don't want to spoil that one because there's respect a lot of the spoilering. It, this is just like Lucha Underground. Respect the spoilers for enjoy wrestling. They're gonna put friends it on. Don't let friends spoil enjoy wrestling. That's right. I'm there you go. Trying very, very hard. We talk about it a lot on Gritter and Glitter because it's it's my it's one of my favorite promotions. It's my uh it's my co-host Harley's favorite promotion. Mm-hmm. And whenever we we have he's gone to see the shows, we want to talk about it on, on air, but it's tricky because you mm-hmm. really don't want to spoil things in advance. Yeah, wait for it to come out. You gotta wait, remember the vibes from a month ago, you know. Like I don't think this is a spoiler because I believe these photos of the the team are out there but the show started with a uh a three-on-three um the runway with ray lynn mm-hmm. versus good to see ray lynn's back in town yep yep and they 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 we i believe we will have reason to see her again at least mm-hmm. at least another time mm-hmm. say that i'll say that um but they were against what was supposed to be msp and paris sahara but msp at the last minute had to bow out um, as seems to happen with enjoy shows, because this is the second time I think that we were supposed to see them and they didn't, they weren't able to make it. Um, things happen. Things, things happen. happen. Things happen. I'm not, I'm just, it's just cursed is all. It's not, it's not anyone's fault. Oh, Rich Bokini was in town for this. Nice. But their fill in their replacement. I don't, again, I don't think this is a spoiler because this was a replacement, not a, not a surprise. Their replacement was Kings of the district. So my friend got to see me like lose my mind. Cause they're like my favorite independent tag team. Who are Kings of the District? You know Kings of the District? I don't know Kings of the District. Oh, Sorg. You've seen you've seen Kings, right? Because you, you've been to some I'm Enjoy look, shows. I'm looking at them up. I mean, not all of them. Not enough of them. I've been to like three, I think. Two Mr. Smalls and one at the Priory. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know I'm if they were on that Priory up. show. But it's Eel O'Neill and Jordan Blade. Oh, I, I, whom, we've seen them at, at 880 on Candy Attraction stuff. Yeah, okay. Both of whom are fantastic as, as singles Love wrestlers, them. but their tag team is one of my absolute favorites on the independents. They're just so mm-hmm. fun and so dynamite to watch, and they have mm-hmm. great chemistry because Eel can go, and Jordan is a technical wrestler who will like break limbs. Absolutely. It's a great dynamic. Absolutely. They are they are absolutely one of my favorites, and so like not knowing that they were going to be there, just totally psyched. Yes, yeah, so I, I just didn't recall the the name. Yeah. Uh, but I, I remember I remember them as a team yeah. filming and and uh, seeing us shows. So yeah, uh, no, fantastic. So a high recommendation, a non spoilery recommendation. I don't know if I can spoiler. Well, actually, I don't remember winners for a lot of this stuff. Uh, so I got I got well when I did Warrior Wrestling uh, thirty one here on s- Friday, 
Uh, we headed out there after the uh, Thursday night fights to South Bend. Uh, I'm glad they were in Chicago. Uh, we had Mike Santana, oh my God, against Brian Keith was the feeling. I was originally supposed to be Eddie Kingston, but we got uh, Santana instead because what happened? Yeah. Uh, so so that was fantastic. Um, we we filmed a family therapy session with Frank the Clown. This is my life. Uh, so uh, always good to roll with that. That's over on Fight TV. They returned to Fight TV on oh, pay-per-view. Uh, Sky Blue is the new uh, women's-ish champion. Um, uh, Trevor, Out- uh, Trevor uh, uh, Outlaw uh, went to the uh, Warrior Warehouse and found the women's championship because Athena hasn't been there for a year. Uh, <laughs> so And defended it and lost it to Sky Blue. Uh, and by the way, Sky is still looking like, you know, she got misted a couple weeks ago and is still kind of, you know, showing that. Uh, so I, I thought that was interesting that that was happening there. But I ended up at uh, Exodus Pro, which is a new pro- promotion by EC3 uh, and some other folks. And uh, this is where um, I uh, did get the opportunity to fist bump Billy Corgan. So that was a, a highlight for me, of course. Exciting. So uh, my, my uh, uh, 16-year-old me is freaking out right now. Uh, so, um, but, uh, but, but along with that, we went in and we're doing some production for it, it was not live. This is going to be on, um, the, it's going to be on some platforms, uh, here coming up soon, um, is all I am aware of, uh, where those land exactly. I was like, Hey, we're probably going to put it here. We're going to probably, I didn't exactly get a clear answer on that, but I'm not involved in that side of the business. I was just like, here's your video. Have fun. Uh, so, um, but you can check that out. But the biggest announcement of course, with that, and there's been some press releases in the next day, NWA is apparently, um, reinstituting the territory system. And that is going to Exodus pro is going to become NWA Exodus pro and they're going to identify their they're going to they're going to see their how am I say acknowledge their upcoming champion as an NWA Midwest champion. So it's going to be like and I remember like we had this and this was something you know in the, the like the old territories day in what I will call the fake territories days of the uh, 2000s because we had an NWA affiliate here in town. Yeah. Um and it was like it was like you know it's. Well, it's NW. Like then it was like, well, it's NWA, but it's really just a shitty indie company. You know, was the vibe in the 2000s. We've had enough stories on the show talking with some of those NWA former NWA champions about how that really went. Yeah. Um, see our interviews with uh, Paul Atlas, for instance. Uh, have I had Quinn Magnum on? I can't remember. Um, so I really should if I haven't, and just have him just you know tell me how shit was in the 2000s. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, but anyway, so I think it's pretty cool that they're doing this. It's a new Fed, of course, in Cleveland. Um, of course, Cleveland does have a lot going on between Circle Six coming into town and um, and, and, and you know, things like uh, uh, you know, AIW and, and everything like that. So I'm hoping it's an additive thing for them. Um, it's definitely a company that uh, had, uh, let me say, good vibes. You know, okay. I I take a lot of stock in the backstage vibe, uh, obviously because that's where I'm at. Um, and right in there, it was comfortable. Other than, you know, I would say not for a show, but there's been a lot of transition since they did their first show. Plus the, the new announcement that came out. Um, I thought everybody was like one of the good vibes. Everybody worked together. Um, interesting connection for those that, uh, know local Pittsburgh history back in about, I think 2009, there was an IWC show 
where the Art Institute of Pittsburgh students took over the production. They had a two-night stand, like AJ Styles is on this thing, and like, like Delirious, and like uh, probably Sandman was on it. Like insane two-night thing. Ended with the Gambinos, and I think Jason Gorey and Shima, who's now walking wild in a cage match, right? And that was the show they produced. And they were on the sound and helped us with camera, like two guys from that. And I'm an Air Institute kid, too. So, you know, a little, you know, graduated before these guys. Yeah. But still, it was a weird reconnection. And turns out, they're buds with EC3 from back in the day, you know, groping them and whatever. And I'm just like, what is the, what are the fucking odds of That's this kind of thing? Wild. Right? So it was these same kids? It was these same guys? It was the same guys. And I was working with IWC at the time on camera. Because I remember it was like, okay, come to this one. You had the night off for the next night. <laughs> it's just like, so I just sat back and watched. I'm like... Oh, these kids don't screw this up, you know. <laughs> oh, that is wild. Right, wow. right. So, like, it, like between that, I had never met EC3 before. I don't think I've met EC3 before because right? I don't think he came our way. Because I know he's done some stuff in Pittsburgh early, early on. Because I've seen the footage, mm -hmm. but not after I came around. I think, but started watching in uh, 2006. Like, so when did he get let go from WWE? I don't know, Mike. When when was he doing the impact stuff? Because I know you I were think watching. He was just it. part of the roster cut. What's that? Like the big the big roster cut around the. Pandemic. You're talking about the first time or this this recent time. Second time. Like the pandemic one. I think it was just like that the pandemic roster cuts, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So he's been out since like probably like oh one ish. Because control. If you look at the the CYN control your narrative stuff, a lot of it is no crowd. Yeah. Like, like, kind of like what we were trying to do with Fight Underground, right? It was definitely some COVID era. Hey, we got to do something here, you know, kind of stuff. So, um, I would love to pick his brain on that project. <laughs> so, but other they than control that, your narrative stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm just like, uh, I mean, it is a little bit. It's like, wasn't that a spice company with wrestling on the side? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I'm interested because there are some, you know, for for I know everybody makes fun of it, you know, for a lot of concepts they were doing. Um, but I am curious about the aesthetic and things they were trying to pull off, you know, for something like that. So, um, but anyways, I mean, I still want to try the seasonings. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's a sign brand they should go with at this <laughs> point. Right. So, um, no, so nothing but good things. Um, everybody was a good vibe. So, um, you know, uh, definitely shouts out to the crew over there backstage in front. Um, it was definitely, um, this was not like an indie divey show. Okay. It was like a lot of guys that like. Um, like, uh, well, Ricky Shane Page was there, so I was I, that was nice to see a familiar face in that. But it was a lot of NWA guys. I got to meet Tom Latimer. Uh, oh, nice. Okay. Uh, he's uh, he, he was he was interesting, and uh, also NWA roster are fucking huge guys. Can I just put that out there? <laughs> These guys are fucking enormous. Like, yeah, it's like it's a big dude. It's a it's a big dude promotion right now. Oh, Latimer's a big dude. Um, who's their who's their who's their NWA champion? Is it still? It, it's EC three now. Oh, it's EC three yes. now. Okay. Yes. All right. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. They did. Poisons some, have left the building. They have. They they did some turnover. Max is the Maxi Impaler is the women's TV champion. Oh, and yeah. I was looking at this at. Uh, Max is defending the belt in Japan, what it just did the other day, and it's the first time an NWA championship has been defended in, in Japan in, I think they said, a decade, right? I think so. And Oh, wow. And it's the TV championship, and they have to defend it 
in six six minutes and five seconds. By the way, this show started. Doors were at six oh five. Show was at seven oh five. And I know they do the same thing with the YouTube show. Um, if if you are out there and you have not gotten to see some of Max's work in Japan, uh-huh. please oh, make a. Please make a point of uh, seeing their their tag champion run um, mm-hmm. while they were mm-hmm. while they were over at TJPW. Um, uh, by the way, a uh, recommendation for WrestleUniverse.com. This is why I have a subscription still to see what Max is doing between Max and um, uh, oh, who's the one that I always love? The the one that flips people Maki-ido. off. Maki Ito. Yes, yes. Like this is why I subscribe. I, I have yeah. It's funny because I I have WrestleUniverse for TJP. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, DDT is a great and and Noah's on there too. So like it is DDT gets weird sometimes. I mean, absolutely. So does TJP, but like in the best possible way. Mm. But like and there's a, there's a lot of good crossover there. But like for 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 bang for your buck, like Wrestle Universe is so worth it. It's at least like like four promotions. It's four. It's and and like really like long standing like really good promotions. If you I mean if you're not watching Noah at least on occasion like mm-hmm. and you want just good wrestling noah's got so much good wrestling and uh, i believe ddt's where takesha came from a lot of guys like kenny omega did, did passes through there they do throw their aew matches on new japan world does this if you're saying anybody that's associated with them they will put the matches from aew impact wrestling absolutely on, but, uh, which I mean, is very cool but like tjp like stardom gets the bulk of the attention from american like from american wrestling fans when they're looking at joshi but mm-hmm. like tjp is just so fun. So many great wrestlers coming out of there. You mentioned Maki Ito. They they bring in a lot of really great gaijin, but um, I mean, yeah. I will I also go. say better app than New Japan. Way better app it's than a, New Japan. It's a nicer laid out app than New Japan. It really is. Even with the mm-hmm. the upgrades that New Japan did like a couple of years ago, like it's mm-hmm. Wrestle Universe. It's awkward. It, the, the New Japan one, you have to download an app that you and then go to the website right. and hit the button and it goes to the app and then you can Chromecast it. It's it just like, well, would, this is too many steps, guys. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the deal is there, uh, but uh, I should ask somebody next time I'm out there. Uh, so Wrestle Universe, so much cleaner. Uh, nothing is as hard to watch as Stardom is, as far as streaming it. So yeah, what are the options? Stardom is a subscription service, and then you can stream it through the website. I don't believe I don't Stardom know. World, just like Stardom there's a New World. Japan World. I cannot remember if there's an app or not. Possibly oh, is. Oh no! This, the same oh, this way. this looks very much like New Japan World. Um. Yes, and this is better. Oh, no. I mean, this is better than it was. Okay. But it's still. Is there an English button, or do I have to use the Google Translate? There is an ink. There should. Uh, there should, I thought, there should. Uh, wait, well, there's an English Twitter feed. It, it just rolled by. Okay, navigating Japanese wrestling. But hey, this is a lot easier than it used to be. You got to give them credit. You know, you know what? It's, it's terrible to oh, complain about you it. You know what? I'm going to the official. I'm already subscribed to the official YouTube channel. <laughs> Fantastic. As you should. And good. Uh, I think I still subscribe to Choco Pro, too. Um, oh, got to. Oh, I need more time. I need more time to watch all the wrestling, play the video games, and still do the cool work. That I, I didn't do. even watch either of the shows today, tonight. Like, <laughs> like while they were, well, most of them at least. I took a nap. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, guys. How do we keep up? Put it on while we're napping. You know, like absorb then, it into your. There like, you go. You know, put on under. See, your... when I'm when I'm napping, I put on old Ninja Turtle episodes these days because they put them all on Paramount. What does that do to your brain? Does it like do you get weird like turtle dreams? 
Uh, I mean, I mean, I've always had weird turtle dreams. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Is it, who hasn't had a dream that they were a Ninja Turtle? Come on. There's your title for this episode. Weird Turtle Dreams. Weird Turtle Do you see the shirt I'm wearing right now? Right. The Ninja Turtle Power Rangers uh, crossover here? Um, so there's that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so see what's happening there. I think I will just, unconfirmed, I would keep an eye on Premiere Network. I think they had the first X of the show. Uh, so I think they have a, it sounds like they have a relationship with that. And, of course, being an affiliate, I'm sure there will be something with the YouTube page or something. So I say if you follow NWA. NWA is such a weird animal because I was watching some back to, some more back. I mean, I remember, like, when Power first came out, it was a lot of fun, right? First season of Power is one of my favorite things that has happened. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. At, like since I became a hardcore fan, and 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 I and it's definitely for the people that love the throwback stuff, right? Yeah, but with a with a modern sense of humor built in, mm. and an aesthetic, an attention to aesthetic detail that was really smart, uh, with booking that was really intelligent and mm-hmm. storytelling that worked really well, and people who like were just they they. They, they did the job they did they did well and told those stories and made those characters work and for the first year and a half of the new nwa like with power and everything they had one of the strongest women's booking mm-hmm. like booking situations for a women's division in all of like you know national wrestling so like not a big roster i think at one point they topped out at like six women but they had several storylines within mm-hmm. them several interlocking storylines within the women's division. And this was all coming out around the same time as I think AEW was starting. And it was just alarming to compare it. And you can kind of tell, and I don't know if they have any international deals because like they're, 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 they have two shows running right now and they're like at 48 minutes and change. You can't tell me that. Well, like, first of all, what company isn't trying to position themselves to be like TV ready at this point. Right. Where yeah. like, it seems like every wrestling promotion is getting a TV deal at this point. Right. Um, like I could see if NWA got a TV deal, I could see them relatively competitive with like that at least tier of impact wrestling. Right. I don't know that they, I don't know that they have even that level. Okay. I'm not really sure what their analog would be mm-hmm. or what their, yeah. I, I'm not sure what their, their parallel would be if they got a, like any kind of TV deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be like, like, but- Wow. Well, so so they're syndicated, you know. You could I could see NWA as a syndicated thing. I could see them as, and what I mean is not like the level maybe. And again, I I want to say level of quality because I feel like like Wow's a definitely a different flavor of ice cream than everything else. Wow, wow, is, okay, Wow is a sparkly flavored ice cream. I'm about to say this better not be. This better, not be I am not throwing talking, talking wow shade. I throw shade in my wow. I appreciate. I appreciate the wow. I have it on my DVR, but I don't go and watch episodes because it's too sweet for me. It is, it is too sweet of a flavor for me. <laughs> it, is, it is. It is not the type of wrestling show that you have to watch with any kind of attention. No, it's like like I want wrestling. I don't have to think about. I, and that's and they do. It, and that's not a slight on them, right? No, no, no. They know they they know what they are, and they lean into it hard. And if you can find Wow, I highly recommend watching Wow because uh, at least trying it out. If you haven't tried, if you're curious and you haven't tried it, like absolutely find it. There's some really golden stuff there. There's storylines that are so ridiculous. They're so fun to recap for people. It is so fun to tell a Wow storyline. 
And oftentimes they're wrestlers who are playing, like that you already know. Character named Chainsaw. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, it, and it's all like the most obvious thing. So yeah. there is a, there's one of my favorite characters is Coach Campanelli. Coach Campanelli is a coach. She's a coach. That's her. That's her gimmick. She's a. She's a that like an athletic coach, and she's great. She's fantastic. And one of the fun things about WoW is that you will see wrestlers you know playing mm-hmm. other characters. Raylan there as oh god, as I keep forgetting her name. Chili Chinchilla or something. Chantilly Chilla. Chantilly Chilla. Was it kind of like the Southpaw Regional Wrestling? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's 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 the spirit. It's the same guy that did Glow, Mike. Right? Like you know that, right? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I got you. Yeah, it's David McLean. Yeah, it's his brainchild. You can tell. Yes. By the everything about it. And by the way, so I get Raylan gave me tickets like a few years ago when I was in California to for their tapings. I think it was like season like two or three. I know Tessa Blanchard was still there. Um, so I think it was season two, if I'm not, I think it's one where Swall won at the end of the season. Yeah. So, so the issue with wow and seasons is that it's tricky because that is kind of season two and it's also like season 10. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I got, no, 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 no. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it existed. Cause it was on like another channel. Now it's syndicate and it's all over the place. Probably. So like, it's really hard to do it by season, but if Tessa Blanchard was involved, it was when they were probably on um, access for a little while. Probably. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's before syndicated. I know that. But it, like I remember, like you watched him, like he's on commentary. He's they're doing live oh, yeah. commentary, but he's also like producing the show. <laughs> so um, it was interesting to watch the watch that like from the crowd, like because you were it was pretty intimate because at the Blasco Theater in like downtown LA, um, which was beautiful building. Holy crap! Uh, like I don't think they show enough of that building in these shots. Yeah, I don't think so, so because I think because of his like locked in aesthetic, what he like visions. Oh like, yeah, you really don't see anything like beyond the lights and like the the sparkle and the like the flash of mm-hmm. it but like it is a really fun entertaining product and you will occasionally get matches that are actually really worth watching it's mm-hmm. just it, it's a show about it's a women's wrestling show that is produced by david mclean so you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of stuff in it that's not like highbrow wrestling as, as, as highbrow as pro wrestling can be but man there's some storylines in there uh, i believe there is a playlist for season one if you want to go back on that uh i think that's what i've watched most of uh so on our on our youtube page i mean but so, so for like nwa like getting kind of a a, a larger audience of it for, via a television deal i i would hope that they could suppress wow in that in that way because of just nwa's branding but at this point I'm not even sure that they would have the profile of an impact mm-hmm. of, of impact. What do you mean? Um, because even because impact's gotten to the point now where like even people who don't watch wrestling may know about impact because it's been around long enough and stuff. But NWA, NWA, aside from being a historic brand, mm-hmm. there's still far too few people who are familiar with any of it right now. But if you have, if you're flipping through, and again, this is not us that they're looking for. This is the common wrestling mm-hmm. fan, right? That's gonna somebody's gonna flip through and like, oh, women's wrestling. Oh, this is goofy. I kind of love this, right? Yeah. I, I feel like if you have that flip through the channel, oh, I used to watch NWA with my grandfather. You know, like that. That oh, that's the thing Daddy always talked about. You know, and it and it and 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 despite like you know you know what they're doing with with characters like Maxi Impaler and the Insane Clown Posse are involved. And, you know, it's still top to bottom generally 
fits that NW, old NWA aesthetic, yeah. right? So I feel like like the member berries will bring you in, and they just need a chance to get in front of people. And I don't know if that audience is on YouTube. I, I think they would benefit so much more from classic television if any brand at this point would. And I don't know if that's a philosophy, but... I am just so sad that that first season of Power, first, even the second season of Power, that that wasn't the TV deal. Mm-hmm. Because... That wasn't the show. Because that was expertly produced. It was perfectly encapsulated. They had a great champ. They had a really great champion who would, would be very easy for people to, like, br- like to, to, to cruise by and, like, Nick get Aldis, locked in yeah. on. Yeah. Um, some really great storylines to, to bring you in on. Some really engaging, like, just homegrown characters. I mean, do you remember Question Mark? <laughs> question yeah. Mark? Oh, we were, yeah, we were definitely in on the Question Mark thing. I ha- I went direct order to Question Mark to get a one of his Question Mark t-shirts for my <laughs> husband for Christmas. A, a t-shirt he still wears with pride, because RIP, Question Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, like... But yeah, that that first those first two seasons, like I wish that was what was getting the TV deal because you would get the people who were like having the like nostalgia for NWA, mm-hmm. but you would also get a whole modern audience of possibly non wrestling fans who would be so sucked in by this like kind of bizarrely packaged, beautifully create like beautifully idiosyncratic wrestling show mm-hmm. with the little like the weird little commercials that they were doing, oh, so like <laughs> the the waffles and tire irons. <laughs> Like, exactly. All of that stuff was really well done and I think mm-hmm. made for tailor made for a modern wrestling audience or a or just a modern comedy audience too. Mm-hmm. Um and did well on YouTube, but did did perfectly well on YouTube. Got garnered a whole new fa- like generation of NWA like fan base. But it would have been mm. really cool for that to be the TV deal. Uh Tina's uh, calling out look at who's evolved from their time in NWA as well. Ricky Starks, Eddie Kingston and LA Knight to name a few. Oh my gosh. You know, and, and there's a um because well, it was Ricky Starks in that promo with who is he doing that promo with where they mentioned the NWA uh, a few weeks ago. Was it was it Brian or something like that? Said he saw him on NWA at like seventy or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, like I've heard that referenced, you know, by NWA people, you know, say, like, Hey, no, we love that we're the people that got them to their platform. You know, so that, like was, that kind of a philosophy is, is, is very ingrained. That was Starks. That, that was yeah. absolutely where Starks just like, yeah. I mean, e, e, uh, same, same with Eli Knight yeah, or yeah, LA Knight, LA Eli, Knight, Eli yeah. Drake, right? Yeah. <laughs> Eli, uh, Eli Knight, uh, LA Drake, whatever. Before AEW had its weirdness with Thunder Rosa, the promotion mm-hmm. to, to, to recognize the she, special, she came in talent. with the belt. It's a special talent. That they had that that she has the special presence she had. Not only did NWA like seize on that, but they also built a whole like kind of like weight around her. Mm-hmm. They even profiled her getting into like into MMA. Mm-hmm. Like they believed in her at the like at I wouldn't say the beginning of her career, but like definitely. Be- as she was starting to ascend, they mm-hmm. seized on that and knew what they had there, mm-hmm. and that got her into AEW. Mm-hmm. And well, you know. Yeah, then whatever happened there. So is which, she on wait, collision? No, no, no. In Lucha, right? She is still not cleared. Yes, Mike. She was in Lucha Underground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was um in the snake driver. She was, yeah, but like yeah, okay. not under her name. Yeah. Um, and NWA, like she was already, and she was also a tag team. She was tagging with Holly Dead as Twisted Sisters, and they were getting ROH time and things like that. Mm-hmm. But like, as a standalone wrestler, as a singles wrestler. 
the company that put her like that really vaulted her into like a spotlight attention was NWA. And they, she, they did it really smartly. Thunder Rosa was on Women of Wrestling. Yes, under, she was. Under her, under her Cobra Moon ring name as well. Under Cobra Moon. <laughs> Look, if you if you name any like reasonably high profile woman on the in like wrestling like woman wrestler on the indies, like chances are they've done wow. Oh, there's a match out there. I need to find this on the Impact channel. 2021 Slammiversary pay-per-view. She was a mystery opponent for uh, champion Deanna Peraza. Yes. I have it, to find that one. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, we just gave you guys, hey, what's up, Jordy, in the chat room? I see you hanging out there. I hope you had a good time at the Nightmare Factory recently. I saw the pictures. Uh, hope to see you soon. Are we going to be here this weekend? Anyways. Um, sorry, seeing chat room names are just giving shout outs here. Hey, want to give a shout out? They've been feeding our guests all night. We had a lot of people through tonight. Of course, Slice on Broadway. Saw Rico tonight. Got to say hi to the man behind the slice. New York City style yins are made. Uh, way more than four locations in the Pittsburgh area. I want to give a shout out to them for feeding our crews for well over a decade of Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Ooh, Jordy will be at RWA. There you go. There's another reason to watch RWA, guys. Um, and, uh, so, so, uh, wait, I'm crossing my, I'm crossing my promotions. Go check them out. Sliceonbroadway.com. Join that rewards program while you're at it too. All right, guys, let's uh, find out what we learned from wrestling this week before we get out of here. Who wants to go first? Ye- oh, you got, you got the <laughs> chat room as well, please. What did you, uh, learn? Um, I, it's something I really. John Cena is such a fraud. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the we didn't talk about it before the promo he cut in NXT. Mm-hmm. It is a masterclass of someone's someone who's Ooh. known, but their first promo in a new promotion. Even though it's not a new promotion, it's it's NXT. Like it's been around. I'm so forever. happy to be here. The, but it, but the crowd here is amazing. New, it's new to him, mm-hmm. and he does his Cena stuff, but he recognizes that that this is a different kind of energy, and it's an energy that, uh, like Cena, like they came out. Cena came out, and everyone sang his song. They didn't sing John Cena sucks or they didn't sing, you know, Let's Go Cena or anything like that. They sang his rap. And I think <laughs> that's that been happening more, back. by the way. That's been happening in the crowd more, by the way. Okay. I, I haven't noticed it on SmackDown, but like, I guess you notice it more because NXT is a lot more compact audience. Mm-hmm. But Cena. There, there was a lot of little things too from him incorporating the "We Are NXT" catchphrase mm-hmm. from from when the crowd was saying "Let's go Cena" and one guy, one guy said Cena sucks. I heard that. <laughs> and Cena, Cena can dude see who it is. Cena pointed him out in the crowd uh-huh. and said, "It takes balls to speak your truth." Thank <laughs> you, sir. When it, like when 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 that. he when he came out of payback, um, there was like one guy a few seats from me that was yelling "Cena sucks," and I was like, I'm just wanted to yell, "Bro, you're the only one!" So because nobody else was doing it that night, everybody's beyond that except for the few, you know, few 
uh, 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 you know, smart marks. Stragglers. You know, oh, the what? The stragglers. The stragglers. I thought I thought you were saying the Bradleys. I'm like, whoa, that's that's a no, that's a hit. No. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. Bradley's way worse. Oh, he doesn't yeah. like butts. <laughs> Everyone likes. Butts. That's right. I forgot the butt for to shout out for Bradley. Mm-hmm. She's at home. She's thinking about you, Bradley. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that's next time. But next time. Next but, time. I just gotta honestly, get to a show where he's at so I can follow him around with it. Yeah, you have to see the two of them. What are your feelings? You what are your feelings on West Virginia Sunday? <laughs> appreciate the button, West Virginia. Anyway, sorry. Go I ahead. Not do anyone though. Uh, no, I mean that, that was just okay. The Cena promo in the NXT space. It, yes. It's truly the first time that we've seen as a televised audience what John Cena would be like if he just tore Randy Orton. Interesting. From the chat room real quick, Tina says, what I learned, Billy Starks is doing great work, won the Wrestling Revival Grand Prix this uh this revolver grand prix this past weekend and the uh mit stuff with athena is amazing yes, yes. okay two notes wrestling revolver by the way shout out to my friend jen doe that i worked with uh friday night on camera i think she was involved at, on, on camera with wrestling revolver as well uh also uh renee young was on commentary with veda and i forget who the third girl was i think they had a three women uh uh, uh booth which i think is the first time they've done that there and john moxley presented the grand prix uh, trophy or whatever it is to Billy Starks. That was fantastic. That show is absolutely worth catching. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And so, such, what a wonderful way to like really bring, to really celebrate Billy Starks is like the, this next like era of her career. Um, if you are not, if, if you have access to ROH and you are not watching and you are not oh following the gosh, Athena, yes. it's one of my absolute favorite things that's happening in wrestling right now. Um, it's one of my favorite storylines, especially like with women's wrestling, but like any wrestling, it's a great story. And and Athena, like Athena and Billy are 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 fantastic counterparts. But like you just you got to be watching it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I think is Revolver. What's Revolver on? Is that still on Fight or is that over on Premiere now? I know everybody's fucking switching, switching all over the places. Switching. Um, I think it's on Fight. I'd have to double check. Okay, so definitely go go seek that out. Look them up. I'm sure. Find them on Twitter. You'll find the you'll find the links. It's, yeah. At the very least, put them on your radar because everything that they they're doing is is exciting, yeah. and we need to be covering them on uh, our and, show. And just randomly, I want to give a shout out to Neo Pro Wrestling. Uh, I've been talking to them. I was talking to them a few months ago about their streaming product and stuff. I'm glad to see that they're <laughs> uh, got on a good platform with Premier Wrestling. So you can check them out to watchpremier.com. Um, I, I some people I, some companies are on there. I'm kind of catching up because of the. The landscape keeps shifting, and I'm again, I'm trying to catch up. So, literally, I've worked with one promotion that's been on three platforms in the last year. So, you know, that's the kind of stuff I'm dealing with. Um, what'd you learn? Oh boy, what did I learn? <coughs> I like, cough, cough. <laughs> um, I learned that. You maybe want to put your epic meaty man slapping meat matches a little bit apart from your uh, main event title matches. <laughs> just in case, you know. Yeah, just in case they overshadow. Yeah, yeah. Just in case they're, like, yeah. Especially when Jacob Fatu is involved. Like, um, oh, God. It's okay. <laughs> I'm dying. It's after a minute. I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> I'm dying. I've learned that I'm di- that after midnight I'm just I'm, di- I'm dead. I'm, I'm done. I learned. Okay, 
most importantly, I learned tonight not to uh, badmouth biker old Undertaker mm-hmm. to a room of wrestling guys. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm dying, because you guys cursed me, didn't you? Also- cursed! <laughs> cursed! No, it's because you summoned the Undertaker. Oh no, he's choking me from, from beyond the bike. <laughs> <laughs> from beyond the Harley dealership. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Sorry. Beyond so the bike was my alt rock. Uh. <laughs> okay, one more thing. I learned. Um, I was. I relearned this. Um, so this gimmick with Tony Storm is working so 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 well. And it's just a reminder to us that like, the right booking angle, the right gimmick can turn around a wrestler's trajectory within a a single episode of television. Mm-hmm. So, like, people were dismissive of Tony Storm for for a year. Rightfully so, because they weren't, they hadn't figured out how to make her talent translate to character. Mm-hmm. And then RJ City was given the book and basically said, like, do whatever you want. Golden Girls gimmick, old Hollywood, whatever you want to do, RJ. And here is what we have. And it works to a brilliance I would not have thought possible. So it's just a reminder, like, booking decisions, gimmick decisions. These are so important in a, in a wrestler's career and in their trajectory with a company and their general career trajectory. And it can turn around overnight when given like the right mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, uh, from the chat room. Oh, I, there's, there's oh. one thing that happened on NXT. I'll, I'll mention it. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling on her. I need a mute button for the couch. Uh, what was that Mike? <laughs> um, I also learned that Paul Heyman might be recruiting someone new to the bloodline. Mm-hmm. That was a very interesting The Daughter of the Rock was being spoken to, yeah? Ooh, uh-huh. Yeah. That could lead to Roman versus the Rock if he <coughs> likes how Roman is treating him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wasn't she in another faction? Oh, hold on a second. I had you muted while you were Thank coughing, God, while you are dealing with that. Thank God you did. I'm so sorry. Um, wasn't what was she in before? She was in an, another faction. Yeah, right? she was, she was in, schism. in the schism. The yep. schism. The schism. Um, schism. Real quick, because I realize we're going two hours on this show. I don't know how we did that. Uh, Jordy said, uh, "Learned that AEW, WWE, both are ultimate promotions that are so fixated on being better than the other that they aren't using their talent talent of today correctly." Right, because they brought all their old names in. We didn't even touch on that, really. Yeah, but yeah. so true, Jordy. So true. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, there is a little bit of like we don't think our talent here is big enough to take on what they have. It was the old dude show. It was. It was a little bit. I don't know about that. None was, of the old dudes wrestled. But also they they on, on uh, the AEW, window dressed. Oh, on I, oh, AEW oh, they did. And Tina, I think Tina pointed out that Wrestling Revolver is on Fight Plus. I yes. do believe the Warrior Wrestling Show is on Fight Plus as well. Seven ninety nine, great, great purchase. Just yeah, I, well, I want to get it for for AIW. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, oh, geez, I'm just gonna add that subscription so I have it. Um, at this point, it's, it's why the not? best money I've. It, honestly, it's it's the the subscription. The, I use the, the most. wrestling subscriptions and like even the ROH. Like I'm throwing on old ROH shows. Like I throw on randomly to fall asleep to like Samoa Joe and Brian Danielson from like I don't know 2005. <laughs> so or three or four or something yeah yeah like that's that's a good value if you've never dug into old roh by the way that gives you some good dreams um <clears throat> so yeah so i want to give a shout out uh people who stuck out to me this weekend uh there is a guy uh, they had a um 
they had like it wasn't it was like a seminar wrestling seminar something something creative process thing uh that there it was a two-day thing uh it happened to be going on while we were setting up for the show on saturday right uh, uh ac3 and 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 billy corgan and 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 some other people were presiding over it on creative and, and everything like that and and everybody's cutting promos and i will just uh give a quick screenshot here hold on i want to do this so you don't see the the thing um so let me give a quick let me give a shout out to highway miles jacobs okay <laughs> he looks like a trucker the gimmick is he's a fucking trucker okay um squash match over with the crowd fucking great i heard his promo through the curtain and i'm just like who the fuck is this guy right uh uh highly recommend also shout outs to mark anthony for being murdered in this match and lying dead in the corner through a promo and into the next battle royal <laughs> okay okay fantastic fan fucking tastic this whole segment, this whole sequence, because this is coming out of intermission. You have the squash match. You kill this guy, and and I think Mark Anthony we've seen down at BCW under uh, that or a different gimmick, uh, and I've had a chat with him before. Um, and into the battle royal, which the battle royal, <clears throat> they had one at the first show, in which uh, they give a gi- they actually call it the giant novelty check battle royal presented by State Farm, and they have Mike from State Farm, who is an actual State Farm agent in the entire State Farm getup. The red like hat and everything, very nice guy. Pastor Silo, if you know him, there's matches. Go look up uh, Pastor Silo versus the Soul Taker, for instance, uh, from 880 Wrestling on YouTube. Um, Pastor Silo is tremendous. We've had him at VCW. He's been at 880 a few times. He won the first big check, and uh, and he's getting called out by the by the interviewer about all of the bling that he happens to have since the last show. And he keeps saying it's for the kids and the charity. And now there's a bigger check. <laughs> so, which I think he won. I, I don't, And that's not a spoiler because I don't know. I can't, I'm pretty sure he won this one too. Um, so, um, so shout outs there. Some talents to look out for um, that are in between the Cleveland, Pittsburgh, West Virginia area. I don't know where Miles come from. I don't know if he's a Cleveland guy or where he came from. But I want to look him out. Highway Miles Jacobs is the name. Uh, so just throwing it out there, really appreciated the, those points. The, those were the uh, not big name highlights from from the show. Let's say it that way. Um, so uh, yeah, go look out that up. Uh, yeah, keep an eye on their social media for Exodus Pro to see when the, this footage is going to come out, where it's going to come out, uh, all that kind of stuff. So they're going to have to do some post production and stuff on it. So, anyways, Emily, thank you so much, Emily Fear. Grit and Glitter podcast. You can look it up on your yeah. your podcasting thingamajiggy. App of choice. App of choice. And, the, everywhere. and there's a Patreon. Please. Please subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com. Grit Glitter Pod. Uh, we put bonus podcasts there. We put have a weekly newsletter you will receive with match recommendations and little essays from our correspondent team. And also just follow, like, and if you can't do our Patreon, please just follow us on, on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. And Instagram. Um, same credentials, Crick Letter Pod. Uh, yep, and find me on Twitter too at ForkedPGH. Go, Mad Mike four eighty three on social medias of your choice. Yes, and I was also on the most recent, I think, episode of the Aloha More podcast where I talked about Harry Potter. There you go. There you go. And I have been seen. I no, I haven't been anywhere else actually. So. 
Yeah, there's an awesome cast. I talked with my brother. It was the brother cast today. Uh, again, we're going to be streaming Extra Life on all major Sogertron Media streaming platforms that we can. Uh, please uh, uh, tune in for that. Get the link in, submit in uh, for charity. Actually, the link is over on awesomecast.com and sorgatronmedia.com for the latest episode. If you want to get ahead of the game and drop in a couple bucks there, it's for a good cause. Uh, so please tune in for that. We're hoping to have some fun. Uh, definitely uh, mark your mark your time for 5 p.m., 6 p.m., and 11 p.m. Eastern time. I think generally... Wednesday evening, we're going to have a bit of fun here with a few people. And I'll probably drop in and make some noise, too. Um, I understand that my brother has set up, because uh, a lot of his uh, PC gaming is off of a Steam Deck, and he has an app on there that randomizes the games. So he might be <laughs> playing video game roulette on that thing. So I'm very I'm very interested to see how that's going to go. I really hope he has something like wild, like... Uh, like he's got a Barbie game in there for some weird reason or something like that, just for. Hey, don't you disparage Barbie DreamWorks, Sorg? Well, was that one of the good ones? Sure. <laughs> it was Listen. one of the ones I remember. Listen, I picked up a Top Gun PlayStation Two game last year at a thrift shop when to get when the new movie was coming out. It's garbage. Anyway, <laughs> now you got me. All right, I'm gonna get through this coughing fit. At Sorg, trying on all the social medias. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. If you see me at Comic Con, you can cop me. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.